The Viewpoint on SAFM. Sebenzile Ngambule on SAFM. Move on to this conversation now. Statistics show that nearly 80% of all foods found in supermarkets in South Africa are overprocessed. And while this may make for tastier food, the impact on consumer health is largely concerning. It is high time we ask ourselves how important the transformation of food is away from overprocessing to creating food food products that promote health both for the consumer and importantly for the planet, a key theme for this year's World Microbiome Day. Now to help us unpack these issues a lot more, joined now on the line by Leanne Kieser who is Head of Corporate Affairs at Danon Southern Africa. Very good evening to you Leanne. Welcome to The Viewpoint. Thanks so much, Lebenzile, and happy Microbiome Day. (laughs) Many people are probably wondering, what on earth is Microbiome Day? Or maybe take a step back from that. What are we talking about, Leanne, when we speak about microbiomes? It's a great question. And yes, a good starting point is to find out what is a microbiome, what is microbes, what is the big deal, and what are we talking about? So... First of all, let's start with a microbe. So a microbe is basically a microscopic organism, a teeny tiny organism that you can't even see with the naked eye. Mm. So things like bacteria, viruses, uh, proteozoids, um, you know, all, all tiny microscopic organisms that sort of live together in a community. And even though you can't see them, they actually play a really important role in maintaining ecosystems. So an ecosystem of these different microorganisms is what we call the microbiome. So all these kind of tiny bugs living together in a happy ecosystem is this Mm -hmm. microbiome. And microbiomes exist everywhere from all the way inside your very own body, extensively Mm -hmm. in your gut to even outside your body, on your skin, and even into different, different parts of the environment. So in oceans, in forests, in deserts, in, in various ecosystems, and especially in soil as well. And the idea and what World Microbiome Day is all about is that the more abundant and diverse these little bugs um, are, the more healthy the condition of our environment and our ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting because, you know, looking inwardly at at an individual's health, we know that if someone has a really healthy microbiome in their gut, so they have a lot of healthy, abundant bugs going on in their gut, that person is more likely to be a healthy person. Um, And similarly, in our ecosystems and in our environment and so on, if we know that we have abundance of of these microbiome in our environment, Mm -hmm. it means that the environment sustainability is in a better place. And so holistically, that's what World Microbiome Day is all about. It's all about celebrating these bacteria, these bugs in the microbiome and raising some awareness for them. Because Mm. even though you can't see them, they're really important Mm -hmm. um, and we need to protect them. I'm glad you say raising awareness, Leanne. And in my intro, I spoke about highly processed foods. Um, You know, people are very busy. You, You know, go to your nearest 
take out joints and, and get food, highly processed food. We're not necessarily eating as, as, as much fresh foods as we should be. Uh, it, just in terms of awareness broadly, but some of the issues that we should be concerned about as a result of this on, you know, on a day such as this, what would you say we should be looking at and how do we get the message across to people really to understand what we're putting into our bodies and the sort of damage it might be having? Yeah, absolutely. And the theme for this year's World Microbiome Day is actually all about the microbes in food and what do we do with that. So, you know, the more expensively processed your diet is, it means that the more natural components have been removed from your food. And, you know, what is the impact of that on your gut is that your gut health and your gut microbiome is probably compromised. You probably aren't having as many diverse healthy bugs in your digestive system as you really should. And so how do we change that? There's really a call to action for um, eating more of our less processed um, and, and fermented foods as well. So what are those? Fermented foods are, I'm sure the words yogurt and mass sprung to mind for you when I talk about fermented yes. foods. So foods that naturally undergo a fermentation process that, that brings the food to life. So those ferments actually means that there's live cultures in your food. And when you eat those live cultures, that helps to actually enhance that microbiome in your gut. So that's a really good start is to start with fermented foods like yogurt and mice. Um, but another good way to help support your gut microbiome is to focus on high fiber foods as well. Mm -hmm. And those are typically your foods which are fruits and vegetables. And so, you know, just, just thinking about, about the types of foods that we're eating a lot of as South Africans, unfortunately, fruits and vegetables isn't one of them. Um, when we're looking at these overly processed, sort of ultra-processed diets, fruits and vegetables are really suffering as a mm. consequence. Mm. Um, and you know, in, in a country tip... such as ours, Leanne, I mean, there are other parts of the world where fruits and vegetables are quite expensive. I don't think South Africa falls into that category. We generally um, are able to, in most cases, access some some you know type of vegetable or fruit. Um, is is that is that trend changing? Um, why is it that we're not consuming you know vegetables at the level that that we should be or could be? I think it is an accessibility issue. So um, there's also maybe a popularity issue around it as well. I think, mm. you know, your sort of Western diets and takeaway foods have a sort of aspiration around them, don't they? Yes. Which is, which is disappointing and backwards because really where we should pay, place our aspirations is around unprocessed, like whole foods, fruits and vegetables, because those are the foods that are really delivering the most in terms of their nutrition credentials. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm glad you also mentioned the point of cost and the affordability of food, um, because this sort of gets raised all the time as a reason for why we can't follow healthy diets is because they're too, too expensive. But actually, making small substitutions in your day, for example, grabbing an apple and having an apple as a snack, um, you know, grabbing perhaps a yogurt, as I mentioned, also as a snack and using snacking moments as just small opportunities to substitute one maybe processed food for one which is less processed is a perfect moment and opportunity to actually, 
yeah, get those nutrients into your body and enhance your well-being of your gut microbiome. Mm-hmm. My guest this evening is Leanne Kieser, who is Head of Corporate Affairs at Danon Southern Africa. We are having a conversation about the state of food and how microbiomes contribute to a healthier planet. The Viewpoint on SAFM. Sebenzile Gambule on SAFM. It's coming up to 20 coming up to 24 minutes after nine o'clock right here on SAFM. It is The Viewpoint. I'm Seven Zeeland Gambula standing in for Songhezo this evening. We continue our conversation on the state of food in the country. Remember, you can jump in as well and give us your thoughts on 086-000-2032. That's our phone lines. You can send through your WhatsApp voice notes on 614 Drop us a message as well on the socials and Twitter. It's at SAFM Radio and you can tag me at Sebe Ngambule. I am still speaking to Leanne Kiza, Head of Corporate Affairs at Danon Southern Africa. Here's a, a comment here, Leanne. Pedro in Mafigeng says, Good evening. Um, this topic is necessary and of the utmost importance because processed food is detrimental to our health. The business is solely interested in money making instead of a balance of both as an alternative perhaps people should start doing mini gardens or small scale farming as individuals and organic free, uh, organic food free of harmful chemicals and elements a message there from Pedro um Leanne a good good comment there how how practical is it though right when you're trying to get a lot more people to be producing their their own food or growing their own food in homes it comes with all sorts of challenges however it's a fantastic uh, a fantastic suggestion Sure. Congratulations if you've managed to to grow your own food garden at home. That's really a great feat and 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 a, and a good achievement. Um, but but an important point was raised there, and this is the message about processing our foods and whether or not this is helpful or harmful. And remember, we shouldn't kind of paint a halo effect over the topic of processing foods because processing foods actually renders foods edible. And the concept of fermentation in itself is a form of food processing, which is actually Mm -hmm. something which was really beneficial to health in the long term. Even the addition of, um, you know, adding or enriching foods with vitamins and minerals, and this is also a form of food processing. And so, you know, we shouldn't just paint, paint it with that negative brush to say, you know, all food processing is bad because this is not the case. And, in fact, many food manufacturers, and especially Danone in particular, places health through food um, as part of their core mission in what, they, in what they try to deliver. And so what it means is that we are continually studying food and nutrition research so that we learn more innovations and ways of enhancing the health credentials of food. Mm. I have a really cool example that I can share with you of this. Mm. Um, but in 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 Paris, uh, Danone has actually opened a brand new research and innovation center, which is all about this, trying to to uh, stimulate more ideas for how we can can encourage more health through food. Mm. And one of the things that they've developed is an artificial gut. So um, using artificial intelligence, they've basically simulated a human stomach. Mm-hmm. And then using this human stomach, they apply different different foods, for example, a yogurt with perhaps some live cultures or probiotics in it. 
and then using the, the artificial intelligence, they can see the reaction of this artificial gut to the food. You know, how long the probiotic lasts in the system, mm-hmm. what the biochemical reactions in the body will be. And some exciting developments have come from that because by applying certain live cultures, we can see things like improved digestive comfort. Um, we can see improved digestion of food, which mm-hmm. means that the nutrients in the food are more bioavailable to the body. And also because there's an improvement in the immune system, um, well, 70% of your immune system is located in the gut. So because, you know, the gut is then targeted with, with this live culture, mm. we see improvements in immune system development as well. So, you know, I wouldn't, yeah, food processing can also be helpful. And these developing scientific technologies in food can also be helpful to really push that health through food message even more. Well, wow, this is fascinating, Leanne. You know, people are still just trying to come to terms with chat GPT and, and that something can, uh, you know, this technology can write an essay for you. But there's all sorts of technology that can tell you what, what, what you should be eating or what your tummy, in fact, can handle. My goodness me. I, what, what sort of, I, I mean, in trying to, because you think about people eat different things in different parts of the world. Some cultures eat spicier food than others. You know, some cultures don't eat dairy products at all, um, how do you actually universalize, I suppose, the, the insight that you're able to to get from, you know, in, in the investment in the research um, using this technology to, to understand the human body a lot more? Well, here the microbiome comes into play yet again. And so what we see is that depending, diets are quite regional, of course, as, as you've just pointed out. Some people you know, it's not it's not common culture to eat certain foods and, mm. and, and, you know, in other countries, it's, you know, super common culture to eat dairy and fermented foods. And if you study the microbiome of these hundreds of people who participate in studies through this um, research and innovation center of Danon, um, we can see that the microbiome and the gut health is actually um, shaped and, and reflective of what that community is eating. And so if we look at the most diverse and interesting and healthy diets in the world, we'll actually see that reflected in the gut microbiome of those people. And then in turn, because those gut microbiomes are healthier and in a good position, we see better health outcomes for those people. I mentioned immunity and gut health just now, mm. but there's also even more interesting topics. So, you know, the growing link between the brain and the gut, where they're referring to the gut as being your second brain, and that gut health actually is inextricably linked to your brain health as well, meaning that it may have a role in mental well-being, depression, Alzheimer's disease, all this sort of thing. And yeah, for sure, depending on the region that you live in and the polarized diet that Mm. you typically tend to eat, we can see those trends in your gut microbiome and therefore your health outcomes as well. Fascinating indeed, um, Leanne. We are out of time, um, so we'll have to park it here for this evening. But just as a as a parting shot, um, really, how do we or, or some of the you know, major things that need to happen so that we start seeing an improved food economy in South Africa and start seeing a healthier state of food across the board? So generally, we really want our consumers to be informed and to choose well. 
What does that mean? It means that they need to make informed choices. Every time you eat something, there's an opportunity for you to make a healthy or an unhealthy move or or moment for your diet and for your body and for your long-term health. So as best you can, um, opt for whole foods, um, opt for fermented foods. We talked about how they can encourage the gut microbiome health today. Opt for more fruits and vegetables. Opt for more colorful foods. And just by choosing those foods more often, you'll be sending a nudge indirectly to food manufacturers, to you know the ecosystems and the agricultural processes that are making food to say there is a demand for these foods. Mm. And that in turn will, will as I say, nudge the, the processing chain to, to move in the right direction. Mm. So educate yourself as a consumer. Choose more of these health foods that are promoting health for your gut, for your body, for your family, um, and that's a very important nudge for the for the food manufacturing system. Absolutely, Leanne. Thank you very much for your time with us this evening, Head of Corporate Affairs at Danone Southern Africa.